Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome back to Mantalk.ke. This is a very exciting episode. I hope you've all been well. And today's episode is is a very, very, very exciting one. It's a Q&A. And we always say that halfway through the season, we like to do a Q&A or three quarters of the way through the season. We want to have an interactive episode. We did it last season. We're doing it this season. And I personally cannot wait. We've asked people on uh, social media to send us questions. And you guys really did. What we've done, we've not really looked at them that much. We've just sort of had a peek and we've already seen that there's some saucy stuff going on there. Oscar, how are you feeling about these uh, these questions that you've sort of peeked at? Yeah, man. First of all, welcome to mantalk.ke. Another fire episode, just like Eli has said. Comment, like, share, subscribe off of the bat. Like, we need all those views. We need all those likes. We need you to tell mm-hmm. your friends. The Q&A session today is absolutely lit, bro. I don't know. Like, I've seen the questions and I'm like... I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yikes! It's, you people are, there's a, there's, you people there's a few. are nasty. You're nasty yes. people. You know, I thought that we, you know, the content we're putting out will attract an erudite, you know, conscientious, mm. thoughtful mm. crowd mm. of people. But uh, we've mm. been raising human nature kicked in. We've been raising mm. savages. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Apparently so. Apparently so. Yeah. No, there's some. There's some definitely wild ones. Uh, there's some. There's also some very interesting ones, some quite quite intellectual questions too. So we're going to do the whole range. Mm. We're going to do the whole range here. Mm. You know, we like we like a challenge, mm. um, honest and elevating, right? So that yeah. falls under the bracket. Um, <laughs> Let me take a look at these questions. Okay, mad. Oscar, mad Oscar. I think let's just let's just go. Let's just let's just jump. First of let's all, before we even go anywhere, you have to explain uh-huh, this uh-huh. shirt of yours to us. We really, like what the hell is going this on shirt. with this shirt, my guy? This 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 what? shirt. This shirt, this shirt is a beautiful a beautiful. Uh, a beautiful material that just hugs the skin and massages uh, the little hairs on my body ah. with, the, with the lovely textures of, the, of it. If you're on the podcast, you can't see that, unfortunately. You can go to YouTube and have a look, but it's a glorious, a glorious shirt that matches the hat, as you can see. Yeah, yeah it looks just, uh, it, it, it looks that, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely expensive, my guy. You, you're making us... You're it's making, divine. You're, the, you're one of the reasons why we are not getting as many sponsorships. They look at us and they're like, these boys, <laughs> these boys are already opulent. These boys are already killing it. Hermes, if you're watching this, case. we wear it's we it's wear a... <laughs> we wear good fabric. You know what I mean? Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm, please mm-hmm, call mm-hmm. us up. Patek Philippe, you we know, are... don't ask. <laughs> our wrists are empty, but our drip is not. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are open for business. We are open for business, baby. You know, we are open for business. You know, Oscar as well. I, I'm liking what you're wearing. You know, repping the merch as always. Standard. Uh, it's a must. Standard. You yeah, know, you yeah. Know what it's I mean? a must. It's a must. D- designed, yeah. designed yeah. by us, made by us. Coming to your stores soon. Say less. Soon come. Soon come. So, soon just, come. Just yes. Relax. Yes. So if you're on the podcast, you're missing out on all of these visuals, by the way. If you're on the podcast, so you go to our IG, you'll see all the pictures from today as well. Fire. Uh, I think there's going to be a photo dump or a BTS that you can have a look at. So yeah. that's going to be good. That's going to be good. I think that's going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Oscar, have you have you warmed up? You've been up and down the touchline. You've been up and down the. T- you warmed up. You ready to play the game? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. And as usual, I start yeah. with the most toxic question of the day. Here we most go. Most toxic go. question go. of the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> ah, I was about to take the one that you'd never allow me to. Then I was like, nah, 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 nah. And just so people know, by the way, we don't know which question the other person's going to ask. We have all the questions. We don't like some of them, but we don't know which the other person's going to ask. So it's going to be Eli, I have no idea what he's about to say. According to your very educated opinion, you know, your, 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 your educated academic opinion, is one allowed to be in a relationship with more than one person? 
Very educated opinion. You're very learned. No. Why? No. Why? In my opinion, it's my opinion. Uh, my uh, opinion is justified. No. But we're seeing Eli. Okay, what? Fine. Okay. Okay. I unless it's an agreement you have, I can't even comprehend that kind of lifestyle, but some people live like that. But in my opinion and my uh, upbringing, my lifestyle, I just don't think it's okay. I just think you ask for more problems uh, mm. when you try, try to like diversify. I know in some cultures that's fine and that's something how they the way they've lived, but just in 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 general society the way we live and the my my interactions where, where I'm from where I'm family's from where I'm growing up here it's monogamous monogamous so i've just subscribed to that and the fact that people subscribe to it but then deviate i can't comprehend i don't understand um i think it's a waste of time what uh, about, if you what want to subscribe about, to what something about, elsewhere, what about subscribe dating? to it fully what about dating not entering a relationship dating more than one person <clears throat> i think do it one at a time one at a time. I think you know if you if you want to start investing in in a, in a certain person, then put your efforts into that. Don't go in any with anything in life. Don't go half hearted. Like I'm trying this, but I'm also gonna keep one foot over here. If you're going to something, go into it fully. But but Don't bro, but bro, but bro, a man of two minds in, in, unsta- in, is unstable. But but in all his ways. But in our last in our last episode regarding uh, financial literacy, I don't know if you have uh, had the time to uh, see the episodes where we are talking mm-hmm. about money. Mm-hmm. I remember you prominently talk about about diversification. Eli, why is it that diversification is no longer a strategy for you in this particular endeavor? Well, since we're talking diversification, mm. okay, no, that's fine, that's fine. Um, when you're investing in your future, right? Mm. There's different aspects of your future to consider. Mm. There's the emotional, and then there's financial. Mm. When it's financial, there are risk factors mm. uh, that mm. are involved, right? Mm. And with investing, they say to invest in about seven different things. If we're talking about Ray Dalio's approach to investing, that's fine because that's mathematical, that's empirical. When you're coming to something that's emotional, when it's coming to something that's, you know, more psychological, then you don't want to be putting your eggs in different baskets. Why? A man of two minds is unstable in all of his ways. But, 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 but wait, let's look, at, the let's, let's, look at the, <laughs> let's look at the risk factors. Let's look at the risk factors, okay, Mr. Let's, Eli. Let's look at the risk factors. Mm-hmm. What if mm-hmm. all of your investment in one person is actually um, a bond? She is a bond that you're expecting yields from, but she's not giving you the yields. Why not invest in another bond while maintaining this one and waiting for it to mature? And then when, well, the, when the price is right, you can switch from one market to another. Why, why are you not advocating for this, Mr. Eli? Why? Why? Ad- advocating for various, 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 for various bonds. Yes, yes. Okay, when it comes to when it comes to risk factors, there's actually because we're talking on an emotional level, there are more risks exactly. involved when diversification happens. Really, where when it where, whereas vice versa, when it comes to financial, you're, there's less risk. But when it's an emotional, you have a certain capability of emotional, certain capability of love that you can offer. So if you're spreading that thin, it's actually more risk because you can't actually maintain the various assets where you've placed your emotions and love. So you're, te- so so you're opinion, telling me... it's actually more risk. So you're telling me less is more when it comes to relationships, yes? This is the conclusion. Exactly. Less is more. Mm. Yes, mm. less is more. Less is more. Oscar, I would like... Actually, no, we don't pose the question to you. We, the other person answers and we move on. Yeah, we, we move on. We move on. Thank <laughs> you. Ladies and gentlemen, so I have now I verified... I have verified that this man does not belong to the streets. I, I Congratulations, Eli. Your, your streets, Never. your streets, Never. you won't find the it streets there. do not know your name. They do not sing your song whenever you walk. You do Never. not, you are Never. unfamiliar with the streets. 
congratulations, Eli. <laughs> I can now proclaim it with certainty. <laughs> I was unsure as as your as your friend and homie. I was unsure whether mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you were you knew the streets, but now I know you do not know the streets. So yes, it's it's I'm a I'm a foreigner. I'm a foreigner to the streets to the said streets. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I love I love analogies. If there's one thing in life I love is a good analogy. I love it. Give me a metaphor, an analogy. Let's run, Oscar. Oscar, yeah. since you've decided to, decided to start with violence, mm. you've decided to just go. Just go crazy. You said, you know, I'm going to just give him a hard time. So um, let me go. Th- let me go through some of these. Let me go through some of these. One that's going to make you sweat. You know, when you get the little trickle down the back of your neck. Um, it's hard. Okay. It's tough. I'd never sweat. I never break the yeah. pressure. Yeah. Not me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes two of us. <laughs> um, okay. Oscar. This is the last one we're going to talk about when it comes to relationships. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's it's not up to you. Okay. No. no okay. No. Okay. I might keep on right. Okay. Okay. It's 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 a fair play. Okay. Okay. Oscar. Oscar. Call me. Ombabo. Call me. Why would a brother ask for my number and not express any interest in talking? What foolery! My first question is: Have you engaged in this type of behavior? And why do men do this to people? Have I asked for a number that I have not used? When it comes to this specific question, Mr. Eli, I'm afraid... You're stuttering there, Oscar. <laughs> this is a good question. Is... On camera, I no less. Started. I wanted to go down the other avenue, but you said <clears throat> one for one. When I, let me tell you something. I, I can Please proudly do. say, I can proudly proclaim that I am part of the number of the men that have taken numbers that they have not used Simply because sometimes we get busy. Sometimes it's not even about you. Don't make everything about you. Sometimes it's about us. You know, sometimes you know. Sometimes we have these priorities. You know, I have a. I have to call Eli, plan the shoot with Beryl, call up the office, and make sure that everything is in order. Sometimes, as men, we're just like we're busy. It's not that we don't have. We haven't. We don't have time for you. It's nothing to do with you. It's mainly to do with us. And our priorities, and what we are, what we are considering at this stage in life. So we will get to calling you. Don't worry. Uh, we will get to calling you. Um, when we ask for a number, it doesn't mean that. Uh, it do- when you ask for your number, it means that we w- we would like to get in touch with you. The when and how is the mystery. Not just to you, but I'd like a, I'd but like to the follow up there. The, um, but the man himself, not just to you. <laughs> if the shoe is on the other foot, Oscar. Mm. Would you, how would you, as being one of the members of that community that you've mentioned, mm. um, if the shoe was on the other foot mm. and you had given your number mm. and there was no response? Not response, not response. There was no engagement. Response. Engagement. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. How would you feel with the lack of engagement? I would feel nothing because I understand that life is, life is the way it is. You know, it's the vagaries of life are what we're going through as young people. We are simply yeah, passengers yeah. on a boat. We are simply passengers. On the sea of life. On the sea of life. As we drift. <laughs> As we drift through life. Um, Waves may come. Turbulence. Turbulences may come. Indeed. But the know. life vest of faith. <laughs> so mm-hmm. st- stay fast. Stay fast and hold on. Stay stay. <laughs> the call may come. Stay strong. Hold fast. O sea man. O sea woman. Hold fast, my brothers. Hold my fast. Sisters. The hold call fast. will come. Hold fast. Hold fast. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep praying and believe it. Somebody, somebody will call your number. It might not be who you expect, but somebody is calling. It may not be who you want. It may not be but who, it is you who you want, need. But it's who you need. <laughs> oh, the church said. <laughs> you hear me? You hear me? You're picking up what I'm dropping down. <laughs> Gotcha. Me gotcha. Right. You get me. It might not uh, be, it might not be the shutter that you want. Mm, might not be mm, the woman that you want, but it's mm, definitely the, no. the the painting that you need. You know what I mean? Me say, me say, sometimes the medicine tastes bitter, but it's good for your system. It's a bit hard to swallow. The, hard to swallow. The, it's a bit hard to swallow, but the truth is, it's gonna be what you need. It's good for you. It's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've um, we tackled that one yeah. with both feet. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a... Uh... Yeah, good stuff. My Ooh. cheeks already hurt and we're ready. We're just... We're how many minutes in? 10 minutes Eli, in. this question is, <sighs> is especially for you. <clears throat> because, um, like I said, there's a lot of people online who are aggravated by your behavior. There's a lot of people online who are hurt by what you do and how good you are doing it. I can already tell it's just... I can already tell <sighs> you guys know you know which one it is. <laughs> Eli, this woman would like to know, is it even slightly possible, even slightly, to work out and not let people know? Is it possible? Can you not... <laughs> is it possible for you, for you not to post yourself working out? Even slightly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Oscar, Oscar, you know when you, know when you go to a restaurant... Right, mm. <laughs> and somebody serves a nice meal, and you're sat next to somebody. Mm. It would be rude not to say, "Do you want to try some?" Ooh. When, when <laughs> you sharing, as they say, is caring. Wait, and um, Eli, Eli, I have a question. I choose to share. I have a question just to follow I thought, up. We're still on the first one. Okay, uh, I haven't answered. Uh, just okay. to follow up, do you share all of your nice meals with strangers in restaurants? Listen, this is, it depends, depends on the kind of restaurant. <laughs> depends on the stranger, if they've invested. Depends on the stranger. This is a shambles. This episode is shambles. So you share Listen, all of okay. your, you order, you order the pasta. And the first thing you do is like, excuse me, strange woman, strange man, excuse me, John, would you like some pasta? John, Jane, would you like? Some, mm-hmm. What if Jane mm-hmm. is allergic to pasta? You've not thought about it. You're just <laughs> eat this content. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> oh dear. Let me let me let me ask this answer this properly. Let me answer this properly. Um. Okay. Okay. Let me go to my 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 intentions. Why I do share. I think everything is down to intent, right? Everything is down mm-hmm. to intent. Mm-hmm. Um, so genuinely when I'm sharing my workouts a lot of the time, so I remember one of the best things I ever did when it came to working out online is doing that 30 day challenge. Right. So I showed myself at the beginning, show myself at the end. Right. And that's when I sort of start. I never used to post my workouts that much. I'd post about 20% of my workouts. Then when COVID happened, I was posting, um, I basically, I got really out of shape. You can go and look at one of my highlights on Instagram. Um, I was out of shape and then I said, I'm going to get back into shape. I know what it takes to get back into shape. I know that I can do it in 30 days. Let me share it with somebody else because there's a pandemic. I'm guessing other people are going through the same thing. 
And that's when I got so much responses to my workout content. And they were like, oh, you want to see more? Like, And there was sort of that accountability where people were checking in like, are you working out today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it in the evening. And it would get people moving as well. I have a question. So for me, it's I, kind of... I have a question. Uh-huh. Okay. These people Here we go. Here we go. who are constantly watching your content, were they men or women? It was a cluster of both. Uh, was um, it, was it really? varies. Uh, your engagement yeah, was varies, uh, 50-50, uh, was it? Men and women. Mm. About 50-50%. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, keep mm. going. Yeah. It's okay. Mm. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's, that's why I kind of... <laughs> that's why I kind of doubled down on it. Um, and then if you follow me, you know, I started even now making videos with my friends that are also content creators, going, working out together, um, a very tight group of people. Uh, um, and we started, <laughs> yeah, we started, we started working out together and, uh, you know, making content so that, you know, um, we can then, you know, encourage other people to do so as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a tight group of people indeed. Um, very close knit yeah, yeah, group yeah, of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah very yeah. close knit. Very close Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm, I have no further. So questions. that's why that's why my intent was my my intent was uh, mm. my intent was just to encourage other people to start moving, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we will Rotimi continue. Has carried that flag. <coughs> yeah, we will continue yeah. to ask you guys follow Rotimi and at Rotimi's page. He has an excellent program there. Go and check it out. I think now he's going to. I think it's virtual fitness. So like he's actually yeah, virtual fitness. You can sign up. It's like fifty dollars a month. You sign up and he works out with you Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. I believe, and uh, yeah, he's yeah. just the best guy to work out with. Just great energy. Yeah, we recommend great energy. I ten so, out of yeah. ten would recommend. Yeah. Rotimi, we will send yeah. you our rate card after this. Rotimi, this is now becoming yes. too frequent. Yes, this is actually normal. <laughs> this does cost money. Yeah, yeah this, 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 this does cost us yeah. money. So. Good. I think you've uh, tackled um, the question very well, Mister Mwenda. Um, and thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, sir. It's always and, a pleasure. And, and I will say, and I will say this: it is, it is very irritating to see you work out when we can't work out. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, I continue to support you, strong, support. Thank you, you brother. Thank it's you, a brother. Very strong way. Thank you, brother. All right. Mm-hmm. Next question. <laughs> okay. Um, whew, okay, this is quite a good one now. Okay, I think it's been quite jovial. Uh, this is this is quite a, a nice one to, to sort of double down on. Okay. Um, do men's definition of masculinity evolve as they get older? And if so, what are some of the things that inspire it? Oh, that's a good question. Oh. Mm. Mm. Why why ask questions that force us to be serious, guys? Like oof. no, no. <laughs> um, My cheeks were hurting. I needed to yeah. Um okay, so obviously yes. The answer to that question is yes. Like as men we do as we grow into ourselves and into what we need and what we want and as we become more discerning with age we discover what it really means to be not a man for of the people but a man who is one we can be proud of so we begin to own ourselves and to own who we are as men as we continue to grow in age and you see the thing is the modes of expression for a man as he grows older also increase if let's say profession wise you, are, you perceive yourself as being more competent, then you double down on that conf- competence. And you know that that for you will be a huge part of your identity. The fact that you are competent and you're able to deliver um, high quality work in a certain given, in a given um, professional environment. So that's one of the things that I think over time improves. The second thing about being a man is provision, your ability to provide. Because you grow in wisdom and you grow in knowledge as, as you age and as you mature as a man, um, you begin to define masculinity around the boundaries of, of provision. 
around the boundaries of being able to give yourself and the people you love the life that they want. Um, so yes, the answer to that question is yes. And then also another thing is spirituality. Um, spirit, you know, most people don't really think that men are in touch with their spirits. We're not like put out there in the media as being people who mm. find importance in being in touch with your spirit. But like, I feel like as you grow as a man, you begin to find an importance in having a relationship with God, whichever God that may be. <clears throat> so you'll find that men, as we grow older, we become more religious because we, we kind of get, we kind of understand what a house built of sand and a house built on a rock. That becomes clearer to us. Mm. Things that are temporary and things with a sense of permanence, um, become, that delineation becomes very clear to us. So as men, we seek things that are permanent. We th seek things that are stable. We seek things that can build, we can build legacy from. Things that we can express ourselves through over time. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. how I think my my personal story on how my, my definition of masculinity has grown, it's grown with my own growth as a man in age. So it's... Mm -hmm. It kind of goes like that. I don't know if I've answered the question. Yeah, yeah. No, that's honestly, that's that's so spot on. I know we're not going back and forth, um, but I like how you've basically broken down the three aspects, how they all evolve. And as they evolve, your definition of masculinity evolves. I think that's a really good way to look at it. Like those like three pillars you basically highlighted, as they evolve, this evolves, and then you evolve as a, as a consequence. That's really good. Um, just to, I know we're not going back and forth, but just to tap on that, what I found as well is that... Um, especially when I hit like 25, right? Yeah. What I realized is that your your ego changes from an ego you had younger, which was an ego fueled by ignorance. I found my ego back then was fueled by ignorance. And this ego is fueled by my potential. Uh, That's what yeah, happened yeah, to me. Yeah, okay. yeah so like my masculinity and even the way that <laughs> I present myself wasn't with a with an arrogance that I know everything. It's more with a with a with a assurance that I'm good at learning. And that confidence just just changes. But during that transition stage, what I found is that as a man, sometimes your confidence goes down because you're evolving. So yeah. like I'm going from I know everything to I real I'm realizing I don't know everything. I need to learn from people and being okay with being like vulnerability, being okay with like learning from another man, being okay with being like raising your hand and say I don't know. And um, yeah, I think that's that's what I found anyway. It was more my the way my egos change is the way my masculinity's change yeah but there's other aspects but again that was that was your that was your question that's a that's um, a fantastic question mm. um mm. yeah really good question really yeah. good question so i'll take si yeah. since now we're in the vein of like serious conversation um i'll take a mm -hmm. question that's just as insightful um so mm -hmm. <clears throat> when you're discussing low self-esteem especially if you're a man how do you raise your self-esteem so Eli, how did you raise how do you raise your self-esteem as a man you're a very confident guy you're looking mm -hmm. If you're wearing that shirt, you're confident as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I know that was one of those backhanded ones. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because I'll take it, yeah? <laughs> you know those backhanded... You know, you you can pull it off. But, you know, risky, but... You know. <laughs> like, it looks good on you. Like, I couldn't win. I can win. I, it looks okay. really good on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good on you. You know... <laughs> Ah, oh, dear. only people with high oh, self-esteem can say that to each other, no doubt. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know that the other one can take it. The other one can take yeah. it. Um, so, uh, self-esteem on low self-esteem. Okay, so if I'm going to be very honest, honest and elevated conversation, this is what man talk is. Um, self-esteem, you won't know 
the man's true self-esteem because we're very good at masking it with a lot of rubbish. So even if a man doesn't have high, low self, has low self-esteem, you'll find that he can definitely mask it with confidence and with ego, right? This is what I've personally done. So as I mentioned in that transition of my ego from the ego sharing confidence in all my like schooling, I was all the first hand up, you know, performance, present this award, da, 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 play sports. That ego, like I said, that morphed during that transition stage, my self-esteem, it dipped because I got to a place where I'm like, okay, you're realizing that, you know, you're not you're the be all end all in this world. Because at a certain time as a guy, you think you're literally the man in every situation. Yeah. And when you start to realize you're not, if you're not, if you haven't done any work on yourself, your self-esteem will dip. And if you don't have that assurance of your potential, what I found is that you're left with nothing. Because when you come away from that ignorance and that ego, when you're now looking at the world like, okay, I'm actually just a small fish in a massive pond. And you don't, you've not done any work to like emotionally develop or even intellectually develop. Then your self-esteem shows no, you see no potential further on and your self-esteem just dips. This is me speaking personally. So I've, um, how do I, how do I raise it up? Raising it up, it means being very introspective to yourself, right? And being like, and very, very honest with yourself, which is another skill that guys sometimes don't develop. And um, rather than thinking about the sort of image you're portraying, thinking about like how you actually feel about yourself, because you're going to exude that eventually, right? But if, you, if you're constantly keeping up this facade, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. But if, but if like what I've done is, I went, I started seeing who I resonated with, who I can learn from, um, just uh-huh. researching things, what I'm interested in, in even a small capacity, going into that a bit more. And also for me, exercising was huge. Like just, just for your mental, it really it really helped me. So um, that's how I do. I try to definitely stay fit and just try to basically keep my mind and my body just operating on a high level. But don't have the misconception that it's always going to be like that. That you have, your self still has to go down and your self-esteem has to come up. It's never a, a constant plateau. So yeah, that's what that's what that's what I would say. Uh, work on your body and mind. That's how you raise it up. And uh, yeah, that's what I've done personally. Um, I think I can also chip in in this question because it's another very insightful one. Um, something yeah. that's uh, I think, and you've captured everything very well in terms of working on your mind and body, um, and also being conscious of the fact that your self-esteem is not a constant high. You know, sometimes mm. it takes hits. So like, you have to learn how to. Um, self-esteem is something that, you know, if you're confident, you'll be able to grow. So work on your own confidence, on your own internal dialogue. Work on your own internal dialogue. What do you tell yourself before you sleep? What do you tell yourself when a tough task is presented to you? Focus on the conversations you have with yourself in certain moments, and you'll be able to understand whether you are in a state of high or low self-esteem. Because you see, Mm. confidence manifests itself in a task being presented to you that is difficult, that is challenging, and your esteem will tell you, I can tackle this, cha- I can take this challenge. You know, um, it might mm-hmm. be difficult, but you can see a result. You can visualize a result where you're successful on the other end. So I always tell guys, like, that's how I know I'm in a situation where my confidence is high and I have a high level of um, self-esteem. So while self-esteem is something that fluctuates, based on your internal dialogue, you can keep your confidence constant. You can keep yourself, <clears throat> your sense of self-worth yeah. and your confidence constant. While your level of self-esteem is fluctuating, there's a baseline that's maintained. So that's how I like never to think about it. That. Yeah. yeah. So like you, mm. the how to get more confident is based on the conversations that you internalize and that you have with yourself. And the work you put in 
in yourself. If you're constantly mm-hmm. working every day, taking challenges and 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 finishing them to completion, you will be able to achieve success. Working out every day <clears throat> is one very good manifestation of this. Um, there are people who work out because they're challenging themselves to defeat their limits. Whenever they encounter problems or issues during the day, they're able to tackle those issues um, based on the goals that they've set for themselves physically as well. So that's what mm-hmm. I'll say. Just watch your internal dialogue. The self-talk really, really matters. What do you, th- what do you say to yourself? Mm-hmm. Do you treat yourself with love? Do you treat yourself with affection? Mm-hmm. Um, do, you te- yeah. do you tell your mind that you can dominate any situation that you're put in? Mm. So yeah, that's how I put it. That's how Actually, I put Oscar. It. Yeah. I know that we're. St- I just want to keep going on this question a little bit because I think it's really key, and a lot of guys might benefit from this. Yeah. How have you been able to? Because I know my answer, and I'll, I'll answer that afterwards. But in terms of yes, self esteem is literally that. It's to do with self, right? And it's to do with self worth and self development, um, mind and body. How have you been able to cultivate the people around you to make it an enhancer, not a disability, when it comes to your self esteem? Because that definitely impacts. I cut people off. I educate people how to treat me. Mm. And if they don't learn, I cut them off. Like, mm. it's really, mm. for me, it's like, yeah. I set boundaries. Mm. I teach people that these are the things that are acceptable to me and the things that are not. And the ones who can't meet up with the standard, mm. I let them go. That's, that's how I cultivate yeah. my environment. It might seem ruthless, but like that's, because at the stage I'm at right now in life, um, a lot of what I do is based on my performance as a man. Is based on my ability to perform. It's based on my ability to reach a certain mm. level, and not necessarily, <clears throat> and that, and that, and that now necessitates me having people who create an enabling environment around me. If you're not supportive, if you're mm. not, um, mm. if you're not supportive, or if you're not trying to grow into somebody or something, I've found that even my value system does not allow myself to. I don't interact too much with you, and I don't get too close with you. And if I find that, yeah. um, if I find that, let's say you treat me in a certain way, in a way that I find it disrespectful, I'm very quick to let you go because I know if I don't do that, that's an impediment to my confidence. So that's how I've yeah. managed to create yeah. curate my environment. Like everyone around me, at any given time, um, especially now at this stage in my life, are people who are like high performing um, individuals. And even if I'm, and when I say high performing. I don't mean necessarily just in their careers, but even in the friendships that we have, in the relationships that we have, that they are <clears throat> they are very reliable and very supportive in the things that they do. That they are not mm-hmm. an anchor to my to my goals or, or dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's how me have done it. Just I mm-hmm. teach people how to treat me, and if they don't mm-hmm. learn, and if they transgress what I'm teaching them, or they act contrary, mm-hmm. I cut them off. And yeah. 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 No, I'm. Do you know what? That's that's spot on, and that's um, very similar to me. I don't know if it's because it's the soil where we're from, but um, same as me. Uh, my thing is, just if I let somebody disrespect me, it means I don't respect myself. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. So um, I've talked. I've told you about instances where it doesn't matter how long we've been friends. It doesn't matter how how tight we're supposed to be. As soon as you disrespect me, that's worse than even like hurting me. Just disrespect means that the the perception you have of me means that you think you can get away with that kind of behavior right so as soon as i see disrespect if i let it remain in my life then i'm not respecting myself and i'm not having a high self-esteem and a high value placed on myself so what i do personally is the only time that you'll see me changing my uh, immediate environment is if uh, my immediate circle right or my friendships 
is if disrespect comes, that's when you'll see people like dropping. But as long as, you know, there's mutual respect, because personally, and it's not to toot my own horn, with people that I know, I'm a very respectful person. It doesn't matter who you are. Like I'm respectful because I, I respect myself, so I respect you, right? But when I see it the other way, when I'm not seeing it back the other way around, then for me, it's, yeah, I completely cut it. And I've done it in many instances. And I think I've even shared stories with you. Like it's just- Snip, snip. As soon, snip, 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 snip. So yeah, if you feel disrespected, and you're letting that remain in your life, it basically means that you're not, you're not respecting yourself. That's how, that's how I'll put it. Snip, snip. Yeah. Snip, yeah. <laughs> snip, baby. Snip, snip. Okay. Snip, snip. Yeah. Next, I, think we, I think we covered that yeah. one. Uh, next question. Kindly. Yeah, I think that's, 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 you, for, that's you to me. About, that was, uh, yeah, so, short question for me. So it's me. I'm supposed to shoot the question now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, Eli, are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Um, yeah. Okay, this is a this is a this is a very it's a business question because you're a businessman. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do you get investors to support in a business idea or a business? How do you buy in? How do you get investors to like weigh in your business? Okay, um, so I like to be very transparent, right? Um, I've never gone to an investor i've never had to go to an investor um that in like a formal setting um but in terms of having to i've got investment from family members before when i was my very first uh clothing line let's put it there let's let's go all the way back right because it's the same principles my very first clothing line, i had to get investment from a family member right and when i went for that because i'll start there now i'm going to talk about like business in a hypothetical sense because i've not actually been in that environment but like on a basic level the one thing, because here's the thing, everyone has an idea, right? Everyone has something they want to do. And, you know, I'm projecting that I can make this, 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 and this. But the one thing investors need to see is progress you've made without the resource beforehand, right? Because a plan is great, but they need to see there's been some level of progress. Because essentially, when they're giving you your money, it's a, it's a, you're now guaranteeing them that you can put the work in that you're displaying to them. So if you come to them, it's just a, it's just a fabricated thing. There's not you've not done your due diligence. You know you don't have your your numbers, especially your numbers like on point in terms of projection, in terms of what your your costings are, and even your your expenses. Those kind of intricate details are what they need, um, and also need to see not experience in the field, but experience in your product or your service, or whatever you're trying to do. Right, like you've that you've been doing it before them, and it just they want to see that. You'll get there anyway, but you just get there faster with their investment. That's how investors look at uh, potential potential partners. Uh, now, in the business sense, um, it gets really complicated. There's like rounds of investment. There's business proposals you have to put together. But essentially, it's the same principles, right? When but now in a more in a more formal setting. So you need to show that you know your business inside out. And when it comes to was it looking for investors or getting them to invest? Yeah, getting getting them looking, to invest. Get them to invest. Okay, so when you get them to invest, it's literally what I just said. You know, you need to have your your ins and outs. Any question about your business, you need to answer. Any back back, there can't be any like fog about the background of the business. No, no, no. You know, you know when somebody asks you a question, maybe about, about the the numbers, and there's a stutter. There's a I can get back to you. That's you. You're just gonna lose the investment. So you obviously your idea as well or your service needs to be something that they can see that you personally have a 
have a drive for and have that background for. So those three things, you know, knowing it inside out, having the drive. And the main thing is they want to see you get there without them, but slower. They just want to accelerate you getting to the place that they can already see you're going to get to. Yeah. That's my, that would be my, my input. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic answer, Eli. Um, I can't add much to that, um, especially from the perspective of an entrepreneur who, sorry, let me sit up. An entrepreneur who um, like has built businesses himself. So you see that's, you focus on understanding the business, the, the metrics of the business, the ins and outs of the business. Now, for me, I'll break it down, I think, in the more, from the more, um, I'd, I'd like to say corporate level, but um, from a perspective, from my perspective, which comes from um, actually working with small and with businesses that are in the beginning at the medium scale businesses and then the medium scale businesses that want to grow large scale. So the question they're asking is you're at the idea stage. So if you're at the idea stage, that means that you're yet to have a product, you're yet to provide a service, it's still an idea. I strongly recommend that you don't ask for investment at this stage. Nobody's going to give money. Nobody wants to give you money for an idea mm. unless it's family or friends. A lot of people usually mm. see, um, have been like entrepreneurship has been romanticized in the sense that people are like, I have a business idea. I want to pitch it to you so that we can start. The people you should first focus on pitching are the future partners and employees that you're going to have to implement that idea. The first partner is for me, that's the most, mm. at the idea stage, that's the most important person to any business. Because if, you're, if you, you have an idea, the person who's going to invest most in your business in terms of time and effort is your partner. It's the person who you're going to build that business with. So that's the, if you're at the idea stage. Ideation, or if not, then build the product or service, provide the product or service on your own and build the metrics and understand the direction that your business is taking. When you get to the stage where you actually have a business, and when I say business, it means you have customers coming in, you're able to sell profit, um, your products or services for a profit, and it's a business that can sustain itself. So always think of a business as a different personality to you. People register companies, and companies are juristic entities. What that means is it's a different person from you, and that person is self-sustaining. At that stage, you call, you, you call that person, that company, a business. That's when you now can say you have a business. Because this thing is sustaining itself, it's able to pay you a salary, it's able to provide services to customers. Then now you say you have a business. Before, it's just an idea, or it's just a concept, or it's just a testing stage. So when you're at that stage where you have, you have, like, you have a company that's actually able to provide a service, you now can bring investors for one, for one of two reasons. One, either you need expertise, where you need somebody to come in and sit with you and assist you to grow the business, or you need scale, meaning that you need capital to come into the business so that you can grow the brand and the products that are there and the product concepts that you have. So you can provide more value to the customers that are already there. So <clears throat> that's the stage now I think I'll focus on. The stage where you have a business, um, it's no longer an idea, you've identified a partner that you're working really well with and you're able to create and scale and you're able to service customers um, on a day-to-day -day basis. When you're at that stage, what investors want is exactly what Eli is saying. One is they want to see that you have a passion for your business. A lot of, a lot of investors are willing to see how far are you really willing to go to ensure that your business survives? How far is your vision? 
And how well can you communicate that vision to your investors? So that's the first thing you need to ask yourself. You have a vision, you can see it, but how well can you communicate it to an investor? The investor <clears throat> is giving you money at an opportunity cost. What does an opportunity cost mean? It means he gives you a million, that a million goes nowhere else but to you. He would have invested that a million in bonds, in shares, in, and he'd have a, he'd, he'd have, if you put it in a government bond, to guarantee him an 11% rate of return. So in giving you money, he needs to be sure that you're passionate enough to take that money and make it multiply at a higher rate than that specific opportunity that is missing. So that means that you have to be passionate about the business. You're able to communicate that passion to you, to him. You're able to communicate that passion to your employees that you're going to employ so that you can scale the business. And then three, you're able to communicate that passion to your customers who will identify in it as a brand. So that's the first thing communication. Very important. I, I, very, very few entrepreneurs or business leaders talk about it, but that's what made most of these big businesses that you see. The second thing that you need is a strong understanding of the metrics of your business. Some companies even have their own metrics. There was no questions about impressions, uh, questions about reach before Facebook came. Those were metrics that the Facebook team or the social media team, um, social media company teams invested and invented and communicated to the investors. So find out business metrics that make sense for your business. Don't look at numbers the way, you have to understand the rates of return of your business, yes, and all the standard profit and loss numbers for your business, but you also have to have metrics that are insights, unique insights that your investor can look at and say, this person understands this business and is adding different value compared to the market they're already in. So that's like the second thing. Understand the numbers of your business and you have to really understand them. Don't just know Juju. Um, know them really, really well. That's my second metric. Um, and then thirdly, um, just in the interest of time, the other thing I tell you to do is be able to have a unique value proposition for an investor. What makes you, what is the thing you're the best in the world at? What is the thing you're the best in the world at? If you can identify that thing, and you're able to provide value with that thing, you will, money will chase you all the days of your life. <laughs> I think that's my answer. No, very true. Mm, very true, very true. There's two things you've mentioned um, that are really key. You mentioned two different types of investors, right? Yeah. You mentioned one that's just cash, and you mentioned one that is, you know, has experience, right? One thing I would say as well, just on the back of those investments that you've mentioned, is... Just because there's an investor doesn't mean that investor is for you. Yeah. You have to also be picky about the type of investor that comes on board. Because either you're giving up a percentage of your company and you're going to be liaising with this person, right? And depending on the amount they've taken or equity they've taken with the company. A lot of the time you'll just see money and be like, that's the person for me. Because you don't want an investor that's just a yes man. And then when things go wrong, he wonders why it's, why it's gone wrong. Because he has no, no experience or nothing to do with that field. So he'll see your idea, he'll just say you're brilliant and he'll never ever question anything, but all the buck falls on you. And when it doesn't work, why, why is it not work? What's going on with my money? So the best type of investor I would also say is firstly, be picky. The best type is somebody that yes, has the cash, but also has some sort of links because you want something more than, sometimes you want more than cash from an investor. You want their connection, you want their expertise. That's also key. So I think getting the two you've mentioned, getting them combined is the perfect type of investor. It doesn't mean that, you should take money just because it's on the table because it could become more stress and it could actually disable your business because, you know, what happens, I feel as well, is 
when you, this can sometimes stifle a business. If you get investment too early, mm. you don't know how you can run your business with very little, which means that when you're used to running it with a lot, if anything goes wrong, you don't have the basis. So it's really key to be able to, like, firstly, like we said, run your business without money because it forces you to be innovative, right? It forces innovation when you don't have much resource. So that's what I'll just say. Be picky with your, with your investor mm. and, you know, don't always just take take the cash. But I like the way you, you, you've, you've definitely broken down as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that question has been yeah. dealt with. It's your turn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay, okay. Uh, we've 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 gone we've gone we've gone to we've gone to uh, some serious places. Let's see if there's a little there's a little bit one. Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. Uh, I don't like that Oscar, laugh. Oscar. I don't like it. Huh? <laughs> I don't like that laugh, my friend. Tell me. Uh dear. This is this is my last question for you. Then you give me one, and then I think we're we're good because we're at the forty five mark. Um. Oscar, do men hate being asked for money? I want to change the word men to you. Does Oscar hate being asked for money? This question has come from a lady, a lovely lady. So we can only assume they mean being asked for money by her gender. So Oscar, please, the floor is yours. That's such a bad question. (laughs) Me, first of all, don't ask me for money. (laughs) <laughs> don't ask me for money. Don't ask me for money. Ask me how we are going to make this money together. That is the right way you should be thinking. Okay, okay. Like, mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. how can we give man talk money? <laughs> is, <laughs> ask me that question. Because man talk... It's a question really, I ask every day. Yeah, yeah how but, can we make man talk yeah. make money? Like, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, in a, in a more serious note, I think it depends who you're asking that question. Um... First of all, you have to understand that these men are not your father. If, if it is your father you're asking that question, he's happy to give you money. Very pleased to give you. Mm. Give, if it is your husband, mm. I mean, mm. I don't know, I'm not married, so I can't answer that. But I always feel like, you know, if you're married to somebody, you're happy to, you know, facilitate their finances. But me, a young man of my age, who is investing in business, mm. in a business like this, amongst other things, himself, mm. You think I'm going to enjoy the exercise of opening my wallet and giving you money? I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to take pride in opening my wallet. Maybe some man out there does, but definitely not this one. Because for me, my money is working for me, my friend. My money is busy. My money is busy. I'm trying to understand capital. I'm trying to understand what money is. I'm trying to understand what money is. You know? Um, And it's a very dangerous question for... We, I don't know. Should I say it? Okay, I'll say, say it. Say it. Do not, do not commoditize yourself as a person. Do not turn yourself I... into a commodity kindly. He said it. Do not he commoditize yourself as a person. Do not to commoditize means it means that you turn yourself into a good or a service so that you can in exchange be given money in exchange for yourself and your time. Commoditize yourself, mm. yes, but commoditize yourself when you're doing it in the name of business. But don't commoditize yourself mm-hmm. when you're doing it in the name of love and other things. Because that never goes well. Mm. And that's the problem. Don't package yourself as somebody who, um, whose affection and whose time is based on money when you're talking about relationships. Eli has at great pains told us why it's, you shouldn't treat love and emotions like investments. You should treat people like mm. people and investments like investments. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. What? <laughs> Okay. And give to God. And give to what is God's. God. Exactly. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. So if if you're asking us questions yeah. about do men hate 
giving people money. It tells me you and money have a very serious uh, issue. You don't have a good relationship mm. with money. My wallet never mm. has money these days. But let me see if I have money. I might have some to illustrate. Ah, today's this thing called money. Do you want to know why we have money and why money changes hands? Why is it that I have this money in my wallet right now? You want to know why? Would you like to know why? It's because I have provided value to someone somewhere and that somebody has given me the money. So if you see Jeff Bezos go to the moon, it's because his business called Amazon has solved so many problems for humanity that people are willfully giving him money in all sorts of currencies. Currencies beyond your wildest imagination because he's providing value for money. So don't ask whether men hate giving you money. Ask yourself why you hate making money. Make money. Mm. Don't ask men to give you mm. things. Mm. Done. Done with my rant. That's crazy. I think I, that's, do you know what? You've, you've, you've smashed it. You've, you've smashed that question. Yeah. I think she should be asking for money from a business, not an individual. Yeah. Ask money from a business. She should be Start a it. business. Yeah. 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 Start a business. Yeah. Oscar, do you know you said something that should literally be on a t-shirt and put on billboards? You said, don't turn yourself into commodity. That's yeah. so, and I think so many young men and women need to hear that, right? Because that's the mix-up they get. Because commodities lose value. Thank you. Right? They lose value. Yes. And if you don't want to lose value or be valued like that, we talked about this in our live, you know, as soon as you start putting a price on yourself and put yourself in that box, you then can't complain if that box starts to melt, yeah. you know, or if that box starts to break, you can't, you can't complain. So yeah. I think you smashed it. And yeah, every don't, yeah, don't commoditize yourself because once you do it, you're dependent on a market. You've now turned yourself into a commodity, exactly. which means that whether you're beautiful or not, whether you're intelligent or not, whether you you know you put mm, yourself in a market, mm. and then now your price begins to fall. Treat yourself in a way that's priceless. Yeah, and like that's branding. I don't even know. There's a million ways I can mm. break it down, but like, yeah, honestly, just, that yeah. that's don't turn yourself into a commodity. Yeah, you're more than a commodity. Ladies, please, and gentlemen, please, please. It's a big yeah. problem in our society. Um, last last question. Um, <laughs> I know, you can tell. I could just. No, no, no. It's not. It's not toxic. It's not toxic. We end it. All right. Okay. 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 We end it on a high note. Um, hmm. End it on a high Why note. Why don't I trust this guy? Um, hmm. So Eli. Would you like to tell our audience how we pick our topics? How do we pick the topics that we choose and keep this okay. thing as dynamic as we do? I think that's a nice way to end okay. it. Like a little insider information like, yeah. on mantalk.ke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, right now I could lie, right? I could lie and be like, you know, every quarter we sit down and we say, this is how mantalk's going to go. But with everything in life, me and Oka say we can't call it. And that goes for everything. We can't call it. <laughs> now... That's an inside That's a double joke. entendre. That that, that's an inside yeah. joke. <laughs> can't call it, bro. You can't call so, it. <laughs> you can't call it. So what we like to do is we like to have a template of questions. We Not questions. Template of topics we want for that season. Things we think are going to be insightful. Things we think we can uh, articulate well with our limited experience in life. We have a, uh, a, we have a list of eight. We already have that, right? We'll talk to each other before a season. But as the season goes on, we'll see what's happening here and there. Um, we'll see what brands want to give us money and we'll see, we'll just, <laughs> and we'll, and we'll also see what's happening in like, what's happening online. Where can we, uh, be like 
relevant into a topic and give our insight into a topic that's happening. But the basis of all of our conversation is, do we have value to give in a certain topic? So if we decide to talk about like episode five of last season, where it's like, love yourself, we'll look, we'll, be, we'll think, you know, I think that as men, a problem that we're having is that people aren't talking about, you know, self-love as guys. So me and Oscar will say, okay, now let's go challenge ourselves to go and find a topic. Then seasons, like an episode like this, we decided we need to be interactive. We need to be able to have that back and forth. So we'll say, so we've made a staple that every season we have to do a Q&A. But those are the kind of parameters we use. You know, is there something we can sort of pick? But when it comes to picking those topics, this is how it goes. Bring, 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 bring. Hey, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. What are we saying? What are we saying for this week? What are, we, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm seeing, you know, people have been talking a lot about the mm-hmm. whole um, gender-based violence thing. I think we should put a sp- mm-hmm. spin on it and see what going. Yeah. 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 Okay. Say less. Say less. So I'll go do some research. You do some research. And then we'll... Uh, We'll prep our notes and have a meeting the day before the shoot. Yeah, uh, but then we'll bounce it off of the guys in Project Arasa, see what they think on the live, mm-hmm. and then see what they think. Do the episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, shoot the thing. Standard. All right, cool. Standard. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, you'll have my notes by end of day, and then uh, yeah, 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 you know yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely put it together, uh-huh. and then we'll we'll discuss. Nice, nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow. Enjoy Kent. Right, cool. Enjoy Bye. the sunshine. Beep, beep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Sure. Yeah. No. Alright, okay. But do you do that thing where you can't say bye once? I'm like, bye, okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. That's that's literally how it goes. It's very we like to keep it very malleable, you know. We like to be able to just, you know, uh move and flow and pivot as we've done countless times yeah. with Man Talk. So yeah, uh, that's how we that's how that's how we do it. It's very it's very relaxed. It's very um We have range. We have range. We have we're like yeah. Steph Curry. We shoot from the half yeah. line. We shoot from the corner. Yeah, yeah. We can lay it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can yeah, pass it. It's, it's like this team. Yeah. We don't know. Um, oh, wait. One last Honestly, question. We'll... One last question. <laughs> one last question. I, I nearly forgot. So we have a question that is directed towards our crew members. Hey. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> hey, Beryl. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, I'm great. So, uh-huh. so the question is, what does Eric actually look like? Eric, do you want to come and say hello? Eric, do you, do you want Eric? Do you want do you, you're on the podcast? You're not Eric, missing out. Eric, do you want to come and say hi? Called chocolate man. Yeah, you, you, he's not coming to say hello. Come on, Eric. Come on, he's Eric. Eric, come, come say hi. He's just he's, come on. Come say hi, Eric. Huh? Say hi, Eric. Ladies, come, they, they want to see. They want see. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Sixty percent ladies. Come. Listen to you. Man you guys want to see the other man in mantok.ke. So like, uh-huh. so yes. Where is Eric? He's normally behind the lens. We dragged him. Is he coming? Is he coming? Is he coming? He's not coming. He's without his fingers. (laughs) Find find the man in the other man, the invisible man Hmm? in Mantok.ke. Yeah. 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 One day you'll see him. One day day. you'll see him. Maybe if we have a live event. It's possible. It's possible. Maybe if we have a live event. Maybe. Maybe a live podcast. A pod party. We'll let you know. Ooh. <laughs> I've said too much. I've said too much. Uh, Oscar, mate, this was fun, man. This yeah, was fun as always. I love the Q and A ones. The Q and A ones are good. It's like banter and some seriousness. We pretend we know what we're talking about. It's great. No, we do it's pretend great. we know it's what great. we're talking about. We <laughs> we do pretend we do very well. Pretend very we're, well. <laughs> we're just two guys in our twenties just figuring it out. We're just figuring it out, <laughs> and uh, we're glad to do it with you guys, man. It's always fun. It's always yeah. fun. Ha! Huh, yeah. Another episode. Yeah. Another episode. Remember to like, comment, subscribe if you're not. And please share, because if you share, 
then it helps us grow and then we can get yeah more people on board don't feed strangers in the restaurant don't don't, don't do what yeah. he like does don't force feed feed them force feed them the content uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh-huh yeah let's come back around full circle full circle <laughs> But no, guys, thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for listening on the podcast. And thank you for following us on social media. See you soon.